0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the darkest hour. I'm your host, Amanda Jane. Remember me as you pass by. As you are now, so once was I. As I am now, soon you shall be. Prepare yourself to follow me. This epitaph was chiseled onto a gravestone in a small cemetery just outside Jackson, California. A quote from an unnamed poet, written before they were laid to rest years ago. Like the stone it's been scribed in, the message carries equal weight through generations, who's happened to glance and stumble upon its nihilistic philosophy, if only for a brief moment, forcing the reader to ponder mortality. Self-awareness is awareness of death but only to our perceived selves. This isn't the only planes of self that exists. It's merely the only self unaware of the other's existence. We are known amongst the community that we refer to as the unknown. Because they've released their dimensional chains. They're free to interact with the ones ignorant of its knowledge. or better... Or for worse. Tonight, I've got some stories to further my wild theories. And I'll let you be the judge. So, let's get started. Shall we? I don't know if I should tag this as crawler or little person... Or what But I'll never forget what I saw This was almost 16 years ago now But I remember it I was 14 years old And had stayed up late with two friends H and S My house was the hangout house During summer and we were outside on my trampoline talking It was probably 4 in the morning S fell asleep around 3 or something But H and I were talking quick description of my backyard. Facing the back of the house, the trampoline was on the right at the bottom of a small hill. Atop the hill to the left was a patio. On either side of the back door, there were bushes and flowers. We had trees in the back, but the hill, which was most of the yard, was all manicured grass. No bushes, trees, or flowers. So you had a good view of anything moving around that area. And, it's probably worth mentioning for crawler theories, that there was a sewer gate at the base of the hill, near the tree line. H and I are deep into some teenage angst conversation, when we hear rustling from the trees to our left. It's loud enough to make us stop talking and listen. I'm not exactly sure, but I think the lull in the conversation is enough to slightly wake up S, or maybe the rustling woke her because she starts shifting on the trampoline, which makes all of us shift and causes a loud creaking sound. Suddenly, the rustling stops and a thin, pale figure about two feet tall dashes across the grassy hill to the bushes near the back door. It was so, so, so pale. It was almost glowing. Its head looked too big for its body, but not like in a creature way. More like if a human baby had the ability to run at six months, and also it was starving because, oh my god, it was so thin. I don't know what it really was, but my brain immediately processed it as pale, thin baby runs across yard. I turned to H, who is staring at the bushes in horror. I'm speechless. I want to ask if she saw it but I know she did from her face already. We are terrified. We just stare at each other, trying to figure out what to even say, when S sits up, yawns, and asks, did a baby run across the yard? And laughs. The fact that S offered that description before anyone could speak and before she knew that H and I were terrified is what gets me. Because when we said, yeah, she became wide awake like, wait, what? Y'all saw that? I thought I was dreaming. We stayed on the trampoline until the sun came up because the baby disappeared close to the door. I have no idea what it was, but I know it wasn't. A freaking baby. My brother and I would see a being when we were kids. It's been 20 years, and after talking, I want to know what it was. When we were kids, we used to be terrified of being downstairs, where all of our toys in our bedroom was. I was around five or six when this happened. My brother is four years older than I am, and remembers it in more detail. The most specific time I can remember is when he said to me, Someone keeps peeking at us. And when I looked down the hall, I saw a black, misty thing with a pitch black and bluish face almost phasing back and forth behind the half-open door. I didn't like it and didn't try to look ever again because I was scared. We had bunk beds and one night I was sleeping on the top bunk and felt like my brother was trying to push me out. I couldn't stay on and I fell off, hit my head really hard on the frame and got knocked out. When I came to, I was crying, and my mom had me on her lap with some frozen peas on my head. My brother was sleeping on the bottom bunk and never the top. He told me that he saw a face in the wall that night when he went to get my mom after he heard me fall. We drew a ton of X's on the carpet to protect us from the monster I don't know if that's relevant to figuring out what it is or not but we got in a lot of trouble for it I'd also wake up with my room looking like someone dumped all of my toys out everywhere I hated it because I'd get blamed and have to clean it up the only time I've ever slept walked was when this was going on as well I started sleeping upstairs after a while And I'd end up in the downstairs with the lights off and crying when I'd wake up. Having no clue where to go because it was so dark and I wouldn't know where I was. Other times, I'd wake up at the top of the stairs and sometimes I'd see it at the bottom, but not as often. I haven't had anything that frequently and consistently happens since. The last time anything happened, visually, was a few years ago. I was in a bad spot and my ex said that she saw something really dark and really scary next to me. She doesn't believe in paranormal things and so just played it off as a daydream. I'm bringing this up also because my current girlfriend and I were staying at her parents house and that night. We saw three tall, dark things standing over us, trying to inspect us or something. I hid us under the blankets, but she saw it too. It came from outside and moved the same way, phasing almost. It was similar, but different. It also seems like things are starting to happen, and I don't really know what the fuck is going on. The paranormal is a very rare occurrence for me, but these figures at night I saw see scare me really bad, and are extremely infrequent when I do see them. Christmas time was very vivid. A few weeks ago was the last vivid experience. The other times are few and far between. I usually somewhat wake up, hide, and fall back asleep so I'm unsure if they visited or not, since I wasn't fully awake and aware of what was going on. These current things are tall, with near-pitch-black skin, and are slender. They haven't hurt me or my girlfriend, but they physically touched my blankets that night, and I can't pretend that it's just a mind game anymore, not after that. She saw them too. So, can anyone help? Or at least help me figure this shit out? I'm a grown man and I can't fall asleep without hiding myself every single fucking night. Is it possible for anything to live in or around you and just appear infrequently whenever? I'm not sure if I should be worried or not. I don't know what to do here. I've never looked into this stuff much and I'm pretty overwhelmed trying to figure things out on my own. People talk about Skinwalker Ranch like madmen, so I never really believed them until this experience a few years back. My family owns land close to slash on the ranch, and one day, me and my cousins decided to explore a bit, but quickly ran back. We thought we'd saw a coyote, and that it had started to chase us. Holy shit, we ran fearing for our lives not looking behind us. As we were getting ready to sleep, our parents asked us why we upset the Indians. They told us that there was a man not far behind us as we were running. I went outside and saw that where we ran, there were several footsteps that stayed on the same path, same track, same distance. But the pattern was different it changed there was one set that changed from paws to duck feet then human then it looked like frog feet but bigger and it looked like it was on all fours and then human feet again we stayed there two more nights and by mine and two of our cousins rooms the thing came back at least that's what I told myself Everyone thought that it was something different. Late into the night, I heard scratching outside my room. I was the only one awake, so I looked out the window to meet a pair of pure baby blue eyes. I woke up my cousins and told them. And we decided since there was no way I was going to sleep, we would just play video games until dawn. In the morning, I packed my stuff and sat in the car. As we were driving off, we saw some big, at least two foot scratches by my window. Never going back there. Never explore the ranch. Never. some context, I lived with my brother and parents in a flat in the north part of the city. Due to a legal procedure, we were evicted from that flat, so we split up. My parents and brother went to live in a flat near that area, and because I had no money to pay rent, my aunt offered to let me live in the second house she and her husband have. This house was located in the east zone of the city, a bit far from my work in the area that I used to live in for more than 20 years. However, it sounded like a promising way to start my independence. The house is located in a zone that is not very safe, and the periphery around the house is a bit shady. But it is worth it to say that it's a really big house, with big metallic doors, big kitchen and living room areas, four double bedrooms, two complete bathrooms, an extra service room, and a little chapel. Second side note My uncle studied to be a priest, and then he studied psychoanalysis. He was a very well educated man, and he knew a lot about black magic, tarot, exorcisms, that kind of stuff. And third side note This house was used as the consultory house, so anything related to therapy, or any other kind of stuff that he needed to sort out was dealt with in this house. Conferences, seeing patients, etc. So the first night I arrived, I had a spooky feeling about it. I went into my room and had difficulties falling asleep. Then at about 2300 hours, I heard three massive bangs coming from inside the closet. I shit myself and called my aunt. She said that that was because of the neighbors. But to be honest, the sound was too loud to be the neighbors. Every night I came home from work, I felt quite agitated and anxious. After closing the main door, I had to run upstairs to turn the lights on until I got to my room. Once inside my room, I usually avoided any other areas around the house. The only other area that I would go into at night was the bathroom which was next to my room. Some creepy noises were common during the night. It was also common to hear a window opening, which was even more scary. One day, my girlfriend stayed overnight with me, so she went into all the rooms in the house, checking everything just to find anything spooky. She found a cassette that was supposedly a therapy session, according to the label. But when we played it, It was my uncle speaking with a woman, and this woman was saying that she had a headache. Suddenly, she said, the voices in my head are trying to say something. Then my uncle asked what they were saying. And completely out of the blue, the woman started speaking with a very deep, guttural voice and said something in a language that we couldn't understand at all. Then my uncle asked her to explain herself, and the guttural voice said something else, and then the cassette stopped. After this situation, more creepy things started to happen in the house. Suddenly, a lot of big and creepy spiders and scorpions were seen around just the upstairs rooms. One night, when we were playing cards, Something moved the main deck from the middle of the table to the left corner of it. I barely sleep. I started to leave the side table lamp on all night, and I used to sleep from 2 or 3 a.m. till about 5 a.m. There was a really creepy feeling around the house, and there were some areas to avoid. The main ones were the kitchen, the chapel, and the room where we found the cassette If you were there, you could easily feel that someone was behind you. Finally, I said all of this to my cousin, and she explained it to her father, my uncle, the one that did the exorcism in the house. And he said there was something wrong with the house, but for him, it wasn't too bad. He said the audio tapes were just to prove that this kind of thing or things were real and relatively common. I lived there for just two months but felt like I was there for ages. As a fun fact the only person that used to go there regularly was my uncle and my girlfriend. But my aunt just went there once when I was moving out and she stayed in the car parking area the whole time. Some months after I moved I asked her why she didn't go to that house regularly and she said that she doesn't like it because she knows the house is haunted and then she started laughing. in my late teens early 20s I was staying at a friend's house it was a big old house that didn't give off any weird vibes that afternoon I was walking through the living room which was pitch black curtains closed and no lights on I ended up tripping on a vacuum cleaner I was about to fall when I felt a hand on my chest push me back up no one was there I was a little freaked out, but I brushed it off and went on with life. I went to bed later and woke up during the night to see a lady sitting at the end of my bed. She was wearing an old-looking nurse uniform with a white bandana. She was just watching me. I didn't feel scared or unsafe. It was just a calm feeling. I closed my eyes, and when I opened them again... She was gone. That morning, I told my friend and her parents about it. Her mother went and grabbed a book from the shelf full of old photos. Their house used to be a place where people would come to give birth, like a hospital, but just for birthing. While looking through the book, I saw a picture of the midwife I saw. It was an odd experience and not at all creepy. I like to think that she was making sure I was okay and keeping me safe. These incidents occurred when my boyfriend and I lived in Dixon, California, a few years ago. The house wasn't very old, but given that the town is home to the oldest running fair on the west coast, we weren't in the newest part of town either. As far as I know, no one died in this house either. Our first week in the house, I was using the bathroom while my boyfriend and our roommate were in the garage. It was about 3 or 4 p.m. I got a weird feeling, so I tried to hurry the fuck up. I just felt panicked, but assumed it was a panic attack, which I had a diagnosis for. I went out the bathroom and turned left to go to the garage. I almost ran smack into a shadowy figure of a woman about my height. Honestly, all I remember was hair and shadow, because before it even registered in my conscious brain, my flight instinct had me running the opposite way and out the front door. I told the guys what happened, they kinda nodded, cracked a few jokes, and then we all continued what we were doing. Fast forward a few months later, I'm home alone, just finished cleaning my room, and was waiting for my boyfriend to come home with dinner. My dogs were both in the room with me, and I had closed the door but left it slightly opened. I heard faint footsteps come from down the hall and got the sense that we weren't alone. My dogs also looked at the door. It slowly opened, just a bit more, when the footsteps stopped. It felt more curious than anything. So I stated firmly that this was my room, and if you have kind intentions, then you're more than welcome to hang out with us. But good vibes only. I then patted the end of my bed and went back to my phone. After a minute or so, I felt something sit on my bed. I looked up, smiled, and said, Good vibes to you as well. It felt very peaceful. I went back to my phone. Ten minutes later, the weight on my bed lifted and I could feel footsteps across the floor, towards the door. My dogs picked up and ran out the door. I didn't feel weird, so I just said out loud, thank you for hanging out and not making it weird. And I went back to my phone. About five minutes after that, I hear my front door open, and I hear my boyfriend come inside. He didn't say hello or acknowledge me, which was kind of weird. I walked out, excited to tell him about my ghost experience. As soon as I finished my story, he looked at me funny and goes, So, that wasn't you in the front window when I got here? I looked at him funny and told him I'd been in my room the whole time. He told me that he parked and was sending a text to his dad when he looked over and saw what he assumed to be me, since it was definitely a woman looking through a slightly pulled-back curtain. As soon as he looked, the figure let the curtain drop. He thought I was watching him for whatever reason. When he came inside, he fully expected me to be on the couch, but when he saw that I was in my room, he got kind of pissy about it. We both agree that it had to be the ghost. I was the only woman living in the house at the time, Another weird thing about the house was that during the day while my boyfriend and roommates were at work I would randomly hear someone washing dishes Sometimes I would sigh relief and think that my slavish roommate was finally doing the dishes that he'd let pile up in the sink When I would later go out and expect to see a clean sink in the kitchen I would be very confused to see that the dishes had not been touched Not one Yet, here I had heard clear as day, someone doing the dishes in our kitchen. We never had any negative encounters except maybe the semi-scary first time I saw her. I like to think that she was the best roommate we ever had. I definitely felt nothing but peace whenever I would feel a presence in the house after our good vibes conversation. Darkest Hour. But be sure to join me every Friday night for a new episode. I want to give a huge thank you to everyone who shared their stories, and of course to all of you for listening. If you like The Darkest Hour and you never want it to end, be sure to hit that subscribe button and tell all your friends. Do you have stories like these? I'd love to share them. Send them to me, amandadarkesthour at gmail.com. Or on our subreddit, The Darkest Hour YT. Don't go anywhere just yet. I've got a surprise for you a brand new single from Forget Me Not called The Bardo, and it premieres right now. If you want to hear more of our music, be sure to check us out, conducted by ForgetMenot.com or at Conducted by Forget Me Not. Stay spooky. Hold up a drink if you got it Let's make it not hurt for a while